a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome into a special edition of the KSL Sports Front Page. I'm your host, Kyle Ireland, and alongside me today, we've got our BYU insider, Mitch Harper, and our KSL Sports anchor on KSL TV, Sam Farnsworth. Boys, like, we just had so many Zoom calls, I don't even know how many we had. Uh, so it's just another video call that we're going to have today, and I uh, wanted to uh, catch up, get some feedback from you guys on BYU's Pro Day, Zach Wilson in particular, some of the other numbers put up by Brady Christensen and others. But uh, if, if you're watching this on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, we can see your comments. So feel free to chime in on the conversation if you have anything that you want to ask Sam or Mitch about what you saw at Pro Day today. Let us know so they can answer those questions. But I wanted to start off by asking you, Sam, because you were there at the indoor practice facility in Provo to see this pro day in person. What was it like there? We saw some oohs and ahs, some Zach Wilson throws that, you know, mm -hmm. drew some reaction. What was it like to be there compared to, you know, what Mitch and I saw on TV on TV today? I it was I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it, it reminded me of a lot of uh uh, a lot of NFL practices that I had been at in the in in years past when I used to cover the NFL, so it felt kind of like familiar territory from that aspect of it. You know, it it felt good to be there and, and to be around um, uh, kind of kind of that NFL type atmosphere. Now, um, it, there was definitely an energy, right? Uh, you could feel it. You you noticed it once you saw all of the scouts, GMs, coaches coming through the doors uh, after all of the weigh-ins. Uh, I, I wasn't back where they were doing the the, the weigh-ins or, or the measurements and all that stuff. But once they entered the practice facility to begin workouts, you could feel the energy coming with them, the excitement coming with them. Um, and it was really cool. I don't, I, you know, I haven't covered pro days here in Utah yet. I don't know that there's been one quite like this ever before when you've had that many representatives from the same school participating in a pro day. I mean, 16, that's a lot, right? And, uh, of course, we know who the center of attention was, but because Zach Wilson was the center of attention, a lot of these other guys got got an opportunity to, to show off some of their skills as well. But, but yeah, the energy inside the practice facility it, it was it was uh, it was high. It was fun. Yeah, BYU so, definitely does a a nice job with their pro days. Uh, NFL draft or NFL liaison Jason Ayu he puts the whole event together, and it's quite the spectacle. It seems. And uh, from the appearance, I mean, even they got their own, their own parking spots, the, the NFL teams, they pull up and they got their own logos. I thought that was interesting to see that. But I thought, you know, Zach Wilson, uh, you know, he it's, the one question I think a lot of people had was his, his size, his measurements, where he was going to check in at. And he goes in at uh, 6'2", one and a tenth inch. It's the six zero two one. I love the NFL style format of the heights because no one understands them. Do you understand them, Sam, as someone no. the NFL, the four-figure height measurements? Not at all. And, and why, why does it even matter, right? Because once you put cleats and a helmet on, you have to add a few more inches anyway, right? So, uh, I, you know, I don't know. I don't think – yeah, it, it's ridiculous. And, and I think we've had several players uh, prove that height really doesn't matter that much in the NFL anymore at the quarterback position. But whatever. 
the NFL, the NBA is doing it now too with their true heights. Uh, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, uh, but I thought though he, he did check in at a good number at six two, yes. and it, and then he's got two fourteen. That's a good size hand size, nine and a half inches. So we got the full measurements up on kslsports.com. But I mean, Zach was was spectacular. I, I thought in the in the performance. What what did you think on field level, Sam? Yeah, no doubt. What you know, as I was watching it, I think Daniel Jeremiah he he had a Zoom call that I think both of you guys heard. I think he said something similar. Um, but as I was watching it, I was like, oh, "This, you know, no, nothing special here." That's because we've been used to it all year, right? We've been used to seeing Zach Wilson doing all these things. You know, he he made a few throws that I was still like, "Wow!" He does a little sidearm sling, right? Uh, and then he does that across body deep ball. Uh, things like that where I'm still like, wow, that's that's really good. That's you know, I don't know if there's a lot of other college quarterbacks that can do that. Um, uh, but as I was watching it, and maybe this is because we've been spoiled this last year watching him for a full season, I was just kind of like, okay, okay, is this going to be enough to impress the scouts? And then you see all of their reactions and all the reactions of the NFL uh, world on Twitter and other social platforms, and you realize that, wow, Zach really is that special. Yeah, one of the things I asked Daniel Jeremiah was about that one deep ball where he kind of he rolled out to the left and then, you know, threw across his body downfield. And, you know, DJ just kind of broke that play down where Zach has so much power behind that throw where it's it's probably the most difficult throw that you could make, right? Because your momentum's going one way, you're throwing it across your body the other way. It's not like you're rolling out to the right, throwing with your right hand. And, uh, you know, it was it was impressive to see, you know, what Zach was able to do in front of all these guys. I mean, there were there were 31 teams there out of the 32 teams in the NFL. The Rams were the only team that wasn't there. And there were a number of general managers. I think there were seven there, along with three head coaches. And so, you know, in the middle of all of this, two NFL trades go off that are (laughs) just crazy. And uh, the 49ers jump up into the top three. The Eagles, you know, they move around. The Dolphins move around with uh, a deal as well. So, you know, there's movement all going around Zach Wilson. And then, you know, Zach Wilson's there in front of the Jets J- the Jets general manager. And he's also there in front of the San Francisco 49ers general manager. So all of this is just kind of crazy that the, the pinnacle of what was going on in the NFL today was kind of happening there in Provo. Um, but I, I did want to touch on, you know, Zach and you know where he's going to land in the NFL because it seems kind of like he's headed towards the Jets at number two. And the mm-hmm. reason why I think that's more solidified today is because Urban Meyer wasn't there, Sam. They sent Daryl Bevel, the offensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars, who obviously have the number one overall pick. But you know, Urban shows up. He goes to Trevor Lawrence's pro day, and uh, I think that you know that's something to me that I think, hey, like that's that's a pretty solid sign that the Jacksonville Jaguars have kind of solidified that they're going to go with Trevor Lawrence. What do you say about that? Yeah, I, I, I think it's kind of a foregone conclusion. You know, uh, if this is any other year, maybe they're talking Zach Wilson at number one. But uh, Trevor Lawrence is still one of those, uh, you know, after his sophomore season, they, they, or, you know, they were talking about he would have been the number one pick in the draft. You know, it, he's just one of those talents that don't come around that often. And I, some you could argue the same thing about, you know, Zach to an extent as well. Um, but it doesn't shock me at all if that's the direction Jacksonville goes. What also would not totally shock me is if the Jets did not take a quarterback. I still think it's it's in their best interest to do so if they're going to stay at number two 
If they don't want a quarterback, they should get out quick because um, there's teams that would definitely want it. But it still wouldn't totally shock me if they decide, you know what, we're going to stick with Darnold and let's get him some talent around him. And then suddenly the 49ers become a big play for Zach Wilson at number three. I think a lot of BYU fans would be more excited about maybe that fit than a Jets fit. But, um, yeah, you're right. The Jets uh, are in a position where it's like if you don't take Zach Wilson, people are going to. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. wonder, what is wrong? <laughs> Why didn't you take him? Yeah, and I, I think that, you know, we're, we're going to kind of see throughout the next couple of weeks, we're a month out almost from the draft. Uh, five weeks ago yesterday, I believe. And so we're, we're kind of coming up on that period where teams are going to continue to to push. And I think maybe even up to that, you know, week of the draft, we're going to see some more trades. And, you know, we've, we see what the price is for number three. Now we know what it would cost to jump up to number two. But Mitch, I wanted to get your take on some of these other guys that performed at BYU. Obviously, Zach was there to highlight, but um, like you both have mentioned, Zach's attention and what he brought to to Pro Day there in Provo also brought eyes onto some other BYU players. A guy like Brady Christensen, Matt Bushman, who's coming off of an injury. What did you see as far as the the guys working out today alongside Zach? You know, any numbers pop off the page to you from the, these other BYU players? Well, Brady Christensen's a, a first round talent. Uh, I have never understood why there's been this view that he's not a first round caliber guy. He'll probably end up being a second or third round pick because the value will be more justified for these NFL teams in those spots. But I mean, the, the type of numbers he was putting up uh, at the pro day today, you just don't see that type of work from an NFL offensive line. You're talking about a, a left tackle going four, eight, nine, forty. I mean, and I know that uh, 40 yard dashes are not important for offensive linemen more than the 10 yard split, but still like Brady Christensen's a freak athlete. He had one of the best broad jumps we've seen since 2003, from an NFL offense or from an NFL prospect at the offensive line position, Christensen's big time. And I think that he honestly should be a first round talent. I think he goes to maybe the second or third round. So I thought he did a huge number. I thought Chris Wilcox, I've been high on him for a long time. I did last July. I, I did a, a piece on the site for some of the best NFL draft prospects and just a humble pat on the back to myself, I did put Zach Wilson as an NFL draft prospect back in July. So there was one outlet that was giving some love <laughs> to Zach Wilson uh, in regards to the NFL draft before anyone else. But uh, Chris Wilcox, I thought, was maybe right there with Matt Bushman as the best NFL draft prospect last July. And I thought he's going to – he did wonders of good for his his draft stock, a 4-3-1-40 unofficial. Sam, you had the video on, on your Twitter feed, and – the dude is blazing fast. I, I had visions back to his recruitment when it was down to BYU in Southern Utah. He was an Ed Lamb recruit, and he comes to BYU. And I think a lot of Cougar fans early on in his career were like, oh, this guy can't play. He's getting burned by Toledo every every single play down the field. He's giving up pass interferences to Arizona. But when he was healthy, he was a lockdown corner for BYU, and he's good in run defense too. So I think Chris Wilcox is going to be someone that's a fourth or fifth-round guy. And I think – Dax Milne, too. I, I've been high on him. I thought it was smart that 
he declared for the NFL draft. Maybe not the the greatest eye-popping numbers, but his film is going to win the day, and that's kind of the biggest theme with this NFL draft process this year, more than most, is because everything's done virtually. Yeah. So teams are relying on the film, and Dax Milne had excellent film for teams to look at in 2020. So I'm feeling pretty good about those BYU guys, those four. Uh, Matt Bushman, I think he should be a fifth, sixth, seventh-round guy because his film is really good. Uh, after that, though, it might be a little bit of high-priority undrafted free agent guys, but a lot, of, a lot of good happening for BYU at this pro day. Sam, who, yeah, who popped off to you? Uh, like, was there a guy that kind of stood out amongst the others? Well, uh, Brady Christensen, I think, stole the stole the day. And, uh, you know, even though all the eyes were there to see Zach, uh, Zach Wilson, uh, this was Brady's pro day, right? Uh, what he did. And I agree with I agree with Mitch. I think he's a first round quality talent. It is a deep uh, 2021 draft class at tackle. Um, so there's there's going to be a lot of options there. And I think that's what pushes him further down. Uh, but before the pro day, I think he might have been a you know fifth round type type guy despite the talent just just based off of you know may, maybe the lack of of film or whatever that people you know lack of notoriety but with today's pro day I think he's definitely a day two uh, draft pick uh, Matt Bushman the ability to show that he's healthy healthy enough to play football um, you know he is older it's been a, a full season since he's played but I think, you know, he showed he's got great hands still uh, catching some of those passes from Zach. I think he's definitely uh, safe to say that he's going to get drafted. I, I One name you didn't bring up, and I don't know if it's just because you didn't, you know, you just over, overlooked it there, uh, Mitch. But I think Kyrus Tonga is going to be a draft pick as well. I, I still think he's a, yeah. uh, a day three guy in this draft. Um, I, there's a great chance that that five – BYU Cougars get taken in the draft, but uh, the guys whose stock got boosted the most, I'm going to go back with, with Chris Wilcox. You can't, you can't teach speed. You can't, you know, that's just something that people have. And when you put that number in an official time at an official pro day, that definitely boosts your stock and teams will be, if he doesn't get picked, he's going to get signed immediately. Um, Chris Wilcox will be on a training camp roster this summer with an opportunity to earn a roster spot. You know, and I think it's, I'm glad you bring up Kyrus too, because that was a, that was an error, error on my part, not bringing him up, him up because he's lost some weight too. He's looking good. He's been around about 315 now. And that's, I, that's ideal for him. And I can't help but think though, when I watched today's event, I, I think back to a conversation I had with Kalani Satake after a fall camp practice in 2019. And this was before the 2019 season played out. 2017 season was still kind of fresh in the minds of BYU fans, the four and nine debacle. And Kalani told me, he's like, there's a lot of NFL talent on this roster. We're going to have so many guys in a couple of years drafting the NFL. And you know, I thought to myself, we'll have to see, you know, like I think there's potential, but man, what a huge uh, endorsement of the BYU football program, the vision for Kalani Satake, yeah. what transpired today, because uh, BYU just never had this type of a pro day. I mean, two years ago at this event, BYU had literally no one that was probably garnering any attention. BYU had like, I think, 22 NFL teams. Today, 31 teams were at the NFL draft uh, pro day for BYU. Like, that's just and big time names, the GMs, the head coaches, not just some scout, uh, obscure scout was coming to visit. It was the 
the heavy hitters in the NFL were coming to see BYU, and that's huge for the program. And I think this is something that now gives BYU some instant credibility with recruits on the recruiting show. Like, hey, we turned a preferred walk-on in Dax Milne into an NFL draft pick. We turned a guy in Chris Wilcox, a guy who had an offer to Southern Utah, into an NFL draft pick. You, the four-star recruit, come to this program. We can get you to the league because we've done it with guys that were far inferior by, based on the star ratings than you. So Kalani had a vision. It's working out. Now, obviously, it'll be the challenge to try to replicate this for years to come. I mean, you're never going to probably have this number of guys. It's just unique. But still, I think it's something that BYU can build off of on the recruiting trail and just the relationships that they're forming now with the National Football League because for a long period of time there, that was kind of broken. And I think that teams were steering away from BYU as a whole. They were shifting more to Utah. Now I feel like BYU is getting some inroads once again with the National Football League. Yeah, that was one of the things I wanted to ask you, Sam, kind of along those same lines. Is I, I saw on the broadcast, I, I believe it was Fred Warner who was walking next to his former mm-hmm. defensive coordinator, Robert Sala. Did you see any other former BYU players that are, you know, you know, are now in the NFL who are kind of making you know that kind of impact on BYU years later where they're coming back to Pro Day as professional players? Was there anybody else that you saw there that – kind of was a, you know, an advocate of BYU today for these pro players. Right. You know, m- maybe there were, and I didn't notice them. Fred Warner was the only one that I noticed. Um, I, I, you know, I was scrambling doing a, a, a several different things, trying to shoot video, trying to do tweets, trying to, you know, but I was trying to keep an eye out as well, but I, I did notice Fred. Uh, obviously there's some former Cougars that are close to the program still Chad Lewis. Uh, you know, he's Matt's father-in-law as well. So, uh, he he was kind of front and center there at Pro Day as well. John Beck, obviously, uh, back uh, being a former NFL guy, back in the program, helping out with Zach and and uh, things like that. But um, you know, Mitch is right. You know, um, BYU's kind of what w- the job that Kalani has done, not only for the program here, but the connection that BYU is beginning to remake with NFL again. Uh, it, it's happening and, and no greater testament than seeing 16 guys working out for 31 different teams today uh, at the indoor practice facility. So I think BYU definitely, um, they, they've got something special going on in Provo. You got to keep winning also for the, for it to continue to go that direction. But as long as Kalani can continue to put together a good winning program, these recruits are going to come here because they know it's an opportunity for them to, you know, jump their career uh, you know, we we always talk about it all the time. You go to college to study for your for your, what you want to do professionally, right? He's creating BYU football as that opportunity for people to come to prepare for what they want to do professionally, and that's potentially playing the NFL. Yeah, that's a great point. And and Harvey Longy was another guy that was at uh, the pro day. He was oh, yeah. talking uh, with some of the the Jets. Uh, he's a free agent, I believe, right now. I I, I believe I'm not mistaken. Uh, so we'll see. Harvey had a big year last season for the Jets. But yeah, I mean, BYU is just, uh, they did a nice job today. And I think that, uh, you know, he hoped that this now pays off for uh, the program to get some of these guys, uh, you know, highly rated in the NFL draft process. Because I think it's just a lot of it is, is forming relationships too. I think that's a big thing. Whereas Kalani has made a, a vocal effort to, to make it clear, like getting guys to the league, it's not the end all be all. That's not his job description to get guys right. to the league. He, he wants to create great men on and off the field, but uh, you know, to get, players to the NFL it's going to do a world of good for BYU 
going forward. And I think that the way they showed out today, I thought it was impressive. And I think it, it validated why a network like NFL Network's hopping on, uh, giving it national exposure. Because, yeah, there's actually guys beyond just simply Zach Wilson. I know he was the center point. There's going to be some guys that are maybe starters, maybe some guys that are going to be competing for second, third string spots, uh, you know, competing for 53-man spots this fall. They're going to be rookies. And BYU's had a tendency of, of producing some quality players to the league in recent years. Any final thoughts uh, from you, Sam or Mitch, again, before we wrap this up today? Well, I will say Chris Sims, NBC sports analyst, so he's, he's doing great things with NBC. He's got a tweet that comes in. The game is played on the field, but what we saw from Zach Wilson today, there is no comparison between his workout and Trevor Lawrence's. It was out of this world awesome. The degree of difficulty of the workout was high, and he made so many high-level throws. So he's digging deep, guys. He's still saying Zach Wilson yeah. better than Trevor Lawrence, and Dang it, I'm tempted to say the same. Maybe I'm because <laughs> I've seen Zach Wilson so many years, but Zach Wilson's impressive. He's, he's a generational talent. Maybe Urban Meyer will shock us all on draft day, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can we can only hope that uh, we get some more uh, some craziness between now and then. Uh, another thing that I saw just going along tweets that Mitch mentioned that one, um, Dane Brugler of The Athletic, he's, he put out a tweet earlier. He said that he got a text from an NFL scout who was at the pro day today, and he said, draft starts at three, yeah. Wilson going two. So sounds like, you know, that, that Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, one-two combo there to the Jets and Jaguars. Um, it seems like that's kind of solidified now. But, yeah, we put up a piece on uh, kslsports.com. You can go check that out right now on all of the social media reactions from BYU's Pro Day, including Zach's, Zach Wilson's throwing session. But be sure to follow us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, all the social media, Facebook and whatnot, at KSL Sports. You can find Mitch on Twitter, at Mitch underscore Harper. You can find Sam at Samsworth underscore KSL, I believe. He changed his Twitter on me, so it throws me off every <laughs> yeah, time now. Off too. I had to double <laughs> check. <throws> me off. <laughs> but, uh... Follow Sam on that on Twitter and also check out Sam's work on KSL TV on Sportsbeat. Sam, can you give us a little plug on what you've got tonight on TV? Yeah, there'll be a lot of this talk. Uh, you know, Zach Wilson and the BYU Pro Day, but also the Utah Jazz are playing the Memphis Grizzlies, the first of back-to-back home games against Grizzlies. Uh, so hopefully they can keep their, their role going. I'm also working on a little piece for uh, the website, KSL Sports. Guys, I, I, am not used to writing as much anymore. And so I'm kind of like feeling the pressure here to get this story done so I can get it cranked out to the website. Uh, I, I need, I need some good vibes from you guys to, to crank this out quickly and, and put a quality story online. So um, I'm just going to pull them in from you. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, uh, we wish you luck on that, Sam. You can continue to check out all of Mitch and uh, Sam's work on kslsports.com. And until then, this has been the KSL Sports front page.